Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Good morning, YouTube, and welcome again to my channel. It's good to have you here. Um, today I want to talk about uh, why you shouldn't try to plant a church, uh, which which may seem <clears throat> unusual. Um, but I was I was having a little discussion in, on YouTube <clears throat> earlier this morning, and there were people asking like, why aren't there more CREC churches? I I go to a CREC church, and and uh, it's a pretty unique group of people and a unique. Um, denomination in a lot of ways and uh there's you know a small but but definitely growing group of people that are interested in the CREC and interested in being a part of a CREC church and so the obvious question is like why don't they plant churches more and um how could I get a church like that here in my town and <clears throat> I started to think about so okay just just as a as a why can I talk about this or why should I talk about this? I, I'm, um, I helped plant a church here in my, in my town. It actually started in my backyard, um, <clears throat> this, uh, like I guess summer of 2020. So we just celebrated our, our one year anniversary. The church has grown, uh, very quickly. Um, it's been a pretty amazing thing. We've got we're averaging probably 225 people on Sundays, probably 60 or so families. So it's taken off. Um, and we're thrilled and delighted. Um, and I started to write to, to record a video about how to plant a church. Um, and I started to, but, but my thinking is that the question out there is how can we get a church like this? How can we get a good church in our community? We know what we're looking for. Um, it doesn't seem to exist and in our area. So what do we do? And <clears throat> there's an arrogant, you know, response that just says, well, get after it, do it, start one. And, uh, and that's my, you know, that's my first response. Um, but I recognize that that's not very helpful. <laughs> and that's also, um, I also don't think it's terribly realistic. Um, I, I like to say that this is something you can just kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps and and do, but I, I really don't think it's that easy. Um, and and really, when I think about our story, it's a <clears throat> it's a, a miracle on so many levels, and would take a long time to explain. So, what I'd like to do instead is maybe give a few nods to to why I think how I think a church plant can work, um, and um, why the CREC doesn't plant churches and why I think it's a good thing that they don't, um, at least not the way that, that most uh, denominations do, and why I think you <clears throat> shouldn't plant one. So the first question is, um, is why are, you know, what are some things that make a church plant work? Well, I, I think really the thing that makes planting a church really hard is having a clear vision uh, of what a healthy church community looks like. And I think that's not something you get online. Uh, that's not something you get even in school. Um, I think that's something you get by living in a healthy church community for an extended period of time. And, um, <clears throat> and I, you know, I don't want to 
make it sound like that's the only way, but gosh, I, I don't know. I don't know of a better way. I'll put it that way. Um, my wife and I moved out to, um, to Moscow, Idaho. Well, I moved out there for, for college and, um, went to new St. Andrews college and we ended up sticking around for about 12 years. And <clears throat> we went through a lot when we lived there, you know, we had a bunch of kids, we lost a child. Uh, my parents divorced after going through a lot of counseling. Actually, they came up to Moscow to go through counseling. Um, I saw my uh, brother go through a lot of, uh, counseling, uh, with our pastor and, um, and, you know, we started a lot of things, started a lot of business, uh, tried to start some businesses. We put on a lot of concerts. Some of them, a lot of them failed. A lot of them didn't. We started a rugby team, um, several rugby teams. Um, you know, we, we had a lot of experience of success and failure, had a lot of friends who were involved in some pretty serious, you know, church discipline issues. Had saw some people, um, you know, a, a good friend uh, who who committed suicide, and saw how the church dealt with that. We had a pastor who um, whose wife uh, died of cancer, and watched the church go through that. I mentioned that my wife and I lost a child, and and we experienced uh, how a healthy church, uh, supports a family, uh, going through that kind of thing. So I say all of that to say, I don't know of a shortcut, um, to that. Um, I I will say if you live in a place that has a strong, healthy church community and you've been there for long enough to see and observe how a strong, healthy church, uh, leadership deals with issues and how a strong, healthy church community loves one another. Um, if you have any inclination, um, to help grow the kingdom of God, leave where you are and go move somewhere and help plant a church. Um, it may not need to happen on day one that you move, but have that in your mind and go out. Um, I, I wish, I wish so badly that more people, uh, wouldn't, um, just kind of settle in um, for the long haul in some of these great communities. I love them and I don't blame them. It's very, (laughs) it's very, um, understandable that you'd be there and go, I just don't want to leave. But gosh, there are so many, I mean, I'm just listening and watching online and talking to people and there are so many people all over that desperately want just a decent church, you know, and, and I've just been so discouraged this last, uh, these last couple of years at how poorly, uh, their churches have responded to some of the big major cultural issues that are going on. And just a realization that, that there's not really, um, there's not really a good foundation here. So, um, that's my, that's the first thing is I'll say, I, I, I think that if you don't have a vision of, of what a strong, healthy, uh, biblical church looks like, um, through that you've, that you've obtained through living, uh, somewhere like that, for an extended period of time, I think it's really hard. Um, and, and I, I'm not saying that that's impossible, but I think that's a pretty big, a pretty big, um, help if you're wanting to plant a church. Okay. So that, that, that's kind of a little bit about, um, how you know, some, some nods to sort of how a, you can plant a church and what things need to be in place there. I, I'd say the other thing is, you know, I'm not a preacher. I enjoy teaching. Um, I'm a leader and I'm, I'm definitely somebody who's kind of a community organizer sort of person. 
um, obviously love people and have networked a lot. All of those things help a lot um, when you're when you're going to plant a church. Being somebody who's who's had a lot of um, experience starting things um, helps a lot. Um, but then you need you need you just there's no way around it. You need support. You need other people to come alongside and help. And if and if you're trying to do this as a solo um, church planter, I just I think it's so hard. And and I and I can't imagine how that works unless you were just a once in a generation kind of talent that has, and, and I know some of those guys, right. Um, who, who can preach, can teach, can counsel, have administrative skills, have entrepreneurial kind of skills, have management skills, but there's a lot. And, and there are some guys that have all of those things, but I think that's rare and difficult and, um, <clears throat> and you really need other people. And that's been the other miraculous thing about what God's done here in Huntsville is he's brought together those kinds of people. And, um, and so, um, that's a little bit about what I think it takes. Um, so the second thing I was going to talk about is why the CRC doesn't plant churches and, and, and also why I kind of think it's a good thing. So the CRC, and this is really, I think Doug Wilson's really been, um, the strongest voice on this is he's wanted to avoid the church having, excuse me, the denomination having any standing committees, having any money owning any property, having any employees. Um, and, and that's a design feature. That's not a bug. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you look at the, the founding of our country, the founders of our country were very, um, aware of the sinfulness of, of, uh, men and the desire the the corrupting influence of power, of centralized power and authority, and a desire to sort of decentralize and um, and kind of build that into the DNA of the country. And, you know, it's taken a long time, you know, for our country to get to a point to where it's found ways to circumvent those protections that are in our Constitution. Um, and you, I have to give them credit, you know, for, for building that in to our, our system of government. Um, and, uh, and, and it also, you know, with the constitution has given us a, uh, a, <clears throat> a way to, uh, you know, to, to push back, right. To keep fighting for, uh, because we have a document that says how we're, how we're supposed to be organized. Um, so the series is, I think, following that, that impulse that, that when you look at organizations as they get bigger, as they get more centralized, um, inevitably more and more corruption uh, works its way in, and um, and I think you see this in, in all of the major denominations. Just and and you, know, you start to say, well, all of our training is going to happen at these seminaries. We're gonna we're gonna make these seminaries the uh, the only ones you can go to because we we approve of their of their uh, methods. Well, what happens is people who want power and influence are attracted to those seminaries and to the teaching positions of those seminaries because they realize I can hold sway over all of the, you know, all of the teaching elders, all of the preachers <clears throat> in the denomination if I if I capture this position. And so this is what happens and, and, and it always happens. And so the, the CRCs just kind of said, no, we're not going to do that. And there are people within the CRC who, who push back against that and wish that we could get more done and wish that we had more standing committees and things. And I'm really thankful that we don't. And I'm, I'm one of the guys that's going to keep fighting against that impulse to centralize and consolidate power and influence. And I think it's a good thing. 
And so that's why we don't have a church planting fund. That's why we don't have a church planting organization. And obviously just think about it. You have that at a denomination level and all of a sudden the person who runs the church planting thing becomes the most influential, one of the most, you know, overnight, you know, one of the most influential people in the whole denomination because they're out there starting these churches and, and, you know, molding them in their own image. And, um, again, you may have godly wise men that, that are good at that sort of thing, but, um, but I, I think there's a danger there, and I think it's a good thing to resist that uh, temptation. And so I, I think that church planting is supposed to happen organically. I think it's supposed to be a grassroots kind of thing. I think churches should plant churches. Um, and in our case, you know, we were we were we had gotten to a point to where it was like this is the thing we got to do is try to plant a church and prayed, fasted, um, asked a lot of churches locally for for. Uh, support, not financial, just asked them to, to, to come alongside us and help us, um, give us accountability. And ultimately God brought some men together and uh, Trinity um, Presbyterian down in Birmingham said, Hey, we'd love to, to, to be your sponsor church. So, so uh, that's how that happened. And that's how I think it should happen. Okay. So the last thing I was going to talk about is why I don't think you should plant a church. And I, and I guess I've already kind of said it. Um, so I won't spend too much time on it, but, but what I will say is I think one of the problems right now in, uh, the church is the good ones are too small and they're too obscure and, uh, and there aren't enough good ones. Right. Um, and so everybody wants a good church in their community. Nobody wants to take this, make the sacrifice, um, to a, you know, move to where there's a good church or be, uh, to, to undertake planting a church. And I've already told you why I, I, I think it's very difficult to plant a church and why you probably aren't qualified or, or going to be good at it. Um, if you don't have a really, really clear vision. And so, and so I guess the option to me is, is move. Um, and I, and I think when I look at the CREC, I look at a bunch of, obscure, small, kind of weird, uh, struggling churches all over the country. And, and praise God for their faithfulness, praise God for their willingness, you know, to be weird and to be small and to, um, and, and all of that. I, 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 am thankful for all of them and I, I don't want to cast dispersions on them, but, but the reason why the, my biggest pushback against Rod Dreher's, the Benedict option, um, is, is this idea of, of sort of pulling back from culture, retreating from culture. And I know that, that he, he looks at it. I think some, I heard someone say it's kind of like the Noah option. It's like, let's all, you know, while good God judges, you know, the, the culture around us, let's just kind of preserve our, our people in, in a boat or whatever. And, <clears throat> and I think I've heard, um, CR Wiley and, and Andrew Isker and other people talk about the Boniface option, you know, the idea of, of no, let's let's go chop down their sacred oaks and and idols and 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 attack, and I think I think the 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 appropriate position is is some somewhat of a blend of the two. I think we ought to be engaging culture, fighting, standing our ground, but I think we need to do it from a place of strength. And I think too many are operating in obscurity and without any strength, without any support. And so I think a strategic retreat uh, to a stronghold, you know, to a place where where God's established a, a 
uh, an outpost, a strong fort, you know, that, that can be a sanctuary city, a sanctuary town. Um, and that may be a, I mean, that, that may be a small, a, a, a big church in a small town, a place like Moscow, Idaho. Um, or it could be a, a big church in a, in a bigger city. Um, but I think, I think that that's the, that you, that I think we need to be consolidating our strength right now, instead of taking all of our best minds, all of our best teachers and pastors and peppering them around to the outskirts, all these little towns and little places. I would rather see like 10 of those guys set up shop in one place and build, build a university, build schools, um, build orphanages, um, build churches, plant multiple churches, have a vibrant, healthy, thriving community that's got diversity. You know, there's different types of churches because, but but they're all together in the same place. That's what we need, um, I think, because I think it gives our kids a vision of the kingdom, of of life in the kingdom, and of of seeing God's kingdom expand and grow, and um, and so that's that's why I think you shouldn't try to plant a church in your town. Um, if it's just you and if you don't have those things that we've talked about, that experience we've talked about, maybe if you really have a heart for your city and you want to see a solid church go there, move for a time. Move to a place that's got a strong, healthy church and spend some years there. Put some, you know, and and go through some life there and observe and learn and just suck the marrow out of out of the opportunity. And maybe you'll have an opportunity to go back, right, um, and and be a part of planting something or joining something um, five years down the road. But but I think take a little bit longer view. Um, be willing to. My wife and I, when we got to the point to where it's like, what we had looked for a church, we had looked really hard, we had tried, we had invested heavily in in a in two churches here in Huntsville, Alabama. And got to a point where we realized it's not here. It's not happening here. Um, we don't have the commu- the church community that we want and need for our family. And so we need to leave. Um, and we basically struck a deal with God and just said, Lord, we love this town. Uh, we'd love to stay here. Um, but uh, there's not a church community here for us uh, to raise our kids in. And, and, and we need that. We just, we've had a We've experienced the the life in a healthy, thriving church community, and and we don't want to raise our kids outside of that. And um, and so we basically struck a deal uh, with God that we would give it that the only thing we hadn't tried yet was planting a church, and trying to take the lead on on that. And so we were going to try that, give it six months, and if it didn't work, we were going to move. Uh, and we had a few. We, Moscow, Idaho, was one of them, and we had another community. Uh, that's really strong, um, great church. And it was basically between those two and we were going to move. And, and, uh, and anyway, the rest is history. God's been good. And, um, you know, we're still obviously very early. We're only a year into this thing, but, um, but, um, anyway, I just encourage you if you're thinking about, um, planting a church, you're wishing that your community had a good church, um, maybe consider leaving, you know, um, or at least um, consider doing what 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 we what we did, uh, and 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 seeing if God will pull together a group of people to plant a church. I'll just say, you know, final warning: planting a church uh, is a brutal process. It's hard. It's exhausting. It's emotionally taxing. Um, <clears throat> and 
and it's so hard to do alone. Um, so, so there's the disclaimer, you know, if you're going to do it, I think you, you need, God needs to send you some strong help, um, to, to do it. And if you don't feel like you've got the training and, and the wisdom, uh, through a lot of experience to handle all of the things that are going to get thrown at you, then, uh, then I think you should not plant and, and move to a place and, and save that for a future project in 10 years, five years, you know? Um, so anyway, there's my, there's my thought for the day. Hope, uh, you have a great day and appreciate you watching. All right. Uh, subscribe, comment, uh, all that stuff. Cheers.